Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Job 19, 25-27. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is Job 19, 25-27. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end, He will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh, I will see God. I myself will see Him with my own eyes, I and not another, how my heart yearns within me. The book of Job has brought countless people comfort for thousands of years. When we're tempted to think our hardship indicates God is upset with us, or when others make similar accusations, we're reminded that even righteous God-honoring people sometimes suffer, and that it's okay to honestly express our grief. This raw and honest section of scripture, it assures us, though we may never know the whys behind our greatest struggles, behind our greatest pain, this side of heaven, we can trust that our Redeemer lives, that heaven is coming, and one day we will see him face to face. The book of Job begins with a description of Job's righteousness. We're told he was blameless, he was upright, that he deeply revered God and intentionally stayed away from evil. Scripture paints a picture of a faithful and attentive father who was deeply concerned with the state of his son's souls. He was also a generous man and a leader in his community. He was well-known and well-respected, the type of man everyone expected God to bless, which God did abundantly for some time. During a time when a person's wealth was measured by how many cattle they owned, Job had 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 teams of oxen, and 500 female donkeys. Scripture says he was, in fact, the richest person in the entire area. People probably watched him with admiration and respect, and he used his influence well. He routinely demonstrated what it looked like to live in obedience to God. Therefore, to the observer... His riches made perfect sense because everyone at that time assumed that God blessed the faithful with riches and that misfortune, sickness, poverty, death of a loved one indicated God's displeasure. 
That was their worldview at the time. But then this righteous, blameless man, one scripture says, demonstrated complete integrity, experienced one hardship after another. He lost nearly everything, all his cattle, his servants, his children, in one catastrophe after another. Bam, bam, bam. And then he suffered physically with painful boils. Some suggest he suffered from elephantiasis or black leprosy. Whatever his condition, we know it was painful and extensive. Then he was hit emotionally. First by his wife, who told him to curse God and die. And then by his friends, who accused him of sinning, stating that he would be restored to health if he just fessed up. Have you been there? Where it feels like you're hit with one thing after another? And maybe you could manage each crisis if they came alone, but to experience numerous hardships in close succession, and then to have those in your support system be unavailable or maybe even turn on you? Assume the worst and condemn and judge you? Everything feels so much harder, much more painful when we feel like we're alone when we feel unseen, like no one understands us or our pain. And I'm sure that's how Job felt. With no relief in sight, he cried out in anguish and he cursed the day he was born. If my misery could be weighted and my troubles be put on scales, he said, they would outweigh all the sands of the sea. That is why I spoke impulsively, for the Almighty has struck me down with his arrows, adding later, Oh, that I might have my request, that God would grant my desire. I wish he would crush me. I wish he would reach out his hand and kill me. That's how distraught, how anguished he was. And yet he still held on to hope, saying with confidence that one day he would see his God and would stand in his presence, that he would not always feel so alone. God ultimately met Job in his pain, and while he never gave Job the answers he sought, he gave Job something better, a personal encounter with God himself. And in that moment, for Job, that was enough. We live in a broken world where sometimes people get sick, sometimes people die. A world where even the most righteous among us suffer at times. But like Job, we can seek God in our pain, holding tight to this promise. Our Redeemer lives, and one day we will see him face to face. Until then, we wait with hope-filled perseverance, drawing near to the same God who saw Job in his pain, the same God who defended Job to his accusing friends, the same God who died to redeem you and I from our sinful existence so that one day we too can see our Savior face to face. Let's pray. Father, thank you for including Job's hardship, his honesty, and his encounter with you in Scripture. Thank you for the reminder that our hardship isn't always our fault. Sometimes the loss we experience comes not because of our imperfect faith, but rather because we live in an imperfect world. One that is far from the paradise you created. One that you will one day restore. When others attack us or accuse us of sin, help us to prayerfully examine our hearts, to confess whatever we need to, should you reveal seeds of sin within us, and then to walk with confident perseverance and grace. 
we know we will be fully restored our bodies made whole if not on this present earth then when we transition to our eternal home assure us of your presence and your power like you did with job hold us and surround us in your love whatever we gain whatever we lose may we say with honesty that your love is enough in the name of your son jesus we pray amen thank you for listening to your daily bible verse a production of life audio and the salem web network if you enjoyed this episode would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app it helps us connect to more listeners like you This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.